We're all going to Mexico. I got on the wrong plane once. <laughs> I got in the wrong marriage, too. Okay. I gave Henry 25 years. And I'm taking them all back. One day at a time. And today is day three. Oh. Excuse me. Is he okay? Who said of a bitch? Welcome back to Insecurity, the official recap podcast for HBO's Insecure. I'm Crystal. And I'm um, Hey Friend. Hey, brr, 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 brr. Ooh, girl, episode seven. Niggas oh was tripping. How did you feel? You know, this one was hard to watch because uh, the vacation while we're on quarantine was a tough mm. one. Okay, you know what? That was a stop tough you right one. there because I had a whole fucking mental breakdown, girl. Let's just get there. <laughs> Let's just get there. Let's and we can just, talk about it then. Let's we do it. We can talk about it then. I'm ready. So I just have to say, once again, y'all be shitting on Fran and her crazy ass predictions, but she oh was right. Oh my God, I was right. Molly saw Issa. She saw Issa <laughs> arriving and she saw that bitch leaving. I said, yo, y'all gonna have to start giving it to Fran. Come man. on, man. At least one or two episodes. Y'all be killing me in the comments. <laughs> 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 yeah so it turns out that molly did see Issa arriving and she kind of you could see her sort of mentally prepare herself she was like oh you know here we go like i'm sorry but that part was really funny I and mean, she rolled her eyes like it here was we fucking i was go. like oh your face about to crack <laughs> <laughs> i said oh no girl you about to be astonished when Issa get her ass in that car and drive off bitch you about to be that was hilarious bro because she said here we go and then turn around because Issa definitely left definitely left right and so I think that spoke to the fact that she is used to Issa always being the first one to say something and Mm. also as we find out later in the episode she truly believes Issa is in the wrong which girl but right I mean all right I think she's a Taurus I hate to say it but I think Molly's a Taurus (laughs) oh god friend are you telling on yourself i mean you know <laughs> okay so you are yes <laughs> she's a taurus oh my god all right we see andrew on his couch talking to his brother in their native language but he hangs up as soon as molly arrives with the ethiopian takeout but I noticed that he said, see you in Mexico. So I'm thinking, okay, brother in Mexico, what is this? Mm. What's going on? Are the fucking Fran fans actually right about Latoya? No, they definitively are not. But, you know, at this point, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not know I'm that at waiting. this point. So I was like, are we going are we gonna find Latoya in Mexico? I was really trying to figure out, you know, what was the connection? <laughs> what was the connection? No, I know I'm wrong. With Mexico, okay. but <laughs> <laughs> listen, we all win some and we lose some. Too. We all do. <laughs> so Molly tells Andrew about seeing Issa talking about that bitch ran away from me like I was an actual job. Which I'm sorry, I fucking cackled. <laughs> Shit was funny. <laughs> And Andrew was really, of course, as always, patient. He was like, well, what's up? Like, are you going to call her? What's the deal? She looked at him like, no, stupid. Like, uh, no, <laughs> dumbass. That fight was her fault. Andrew was like, mm-hmm. 
like real real like but that's my girlfriend so i'm not gonna make her mad but not really but none of that really matters right you crazy but i let you yes none of that matters because Issa's ass is not going to mexico with them okay so we can just stop talking about Issa. period Molly ain't packing nothing but bikinis. She's super excited. That really so hurt like my them, heart, Crystal. Watching her pack up them bathing suits. How friend, much did you was, suffer in this episode? Girl, let me tell you something. This virus is so bad that I miss the airport. I miss TSA. I miss baggage claim. That's how you know it's bad. <laughs> girl, it's bad. It's bad. I miss all the bullshit about traveling, much less the fun part, like packing. I consider oh. packing the fun part. I oh, really you're such do, a Virgo. So. It hurts. You're such a Virgo. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Not the fun part. <laughs> it, I mean, it's one of the fun parts. It starts the fun. It kicks off the fun. Whatever. You don't Mm-mm. get me. It's fine. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because Molly gets a text about having to squeeze in a last minute meeting before their flight tomorrow. And I was like, oh, okay, well, good luck with that because I got bitch, worried. Right. I got worried. I was like, oh, shit, she ain't making this flight. I thought that was what was going to happen. But I will oh, say yeah. it looked cute that Andrew, you can tell whatever their issues were initially about her uh, spending too much time at work. They're like slowly mm-hmm. working through it because she's yeah. finding balance. He seems a little more understanding. So yep. that was cute to see. Inspiring. These two have a substantial bond at this point. Yeah. They both had to be vulnerable and admit they were wrong and all that. So it is good to see them in this place. But also, you know, I just really wonder how long it's going to last. Mm. And that's not even shade to Molly, the character. That's just like both of y'all still have so much work to do. And that first perfect relationship after a lifetime of bullshit almost mm. never lasts. Mm. So we'll see i have faith i have faith in these two i'm just saying it almost never lasts but anyway i love 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 shout out to costume design love molly's mcm boots in this fucking scene yeah and that andrew was like i just got off work i'm not helping you take them (laughs) because lord knows getting (laughs) knee high boots off is a fucking job it is you gotta sit down and be like (sighs) <sighs> okay <laughs> the person has to put their foot against the side of the mattress and then pull yeah each pull <laughs> okay and he just left work so he's not doing that bullshit <laughs> nothing but the next day molly is at work on the phone with uh who ends up clearly being andrew tell him you know just please pack my shit like i asked but when she sits down takes her laptop out and her assistant come in, comes in we have a very interesting scene with Karen, her admin, and why Molly got the um, alert or the invite for this meeting so late. And so Karen admits that she did get the email earlier. Uh, Karen, why was I not informed of this meeting until last minute? I really apologize. Malcolm did email me earlier, but it's been so crazy with the case and I saw it. Okay, but you need to be on top of things because when you make a mistake, it makes me look dumb. And you don't get paid to make me look dumb. 100%. I'm sorry. I promise it won't happen again. Oof, I love that part. I love that part. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> and and the thing is, Karen immediate was immediately was like, understood. My apologies will not happen again. And Molly says, you know, okay, where's the brief? Let's just get into Let's it. Let's get but moving. I felt two ways. Immediately, I was like, damn, I hate to see sisters who are in a more privileged position talk this way to sisters who aren't, especially in the workplace. Like, I hate to see that. But on the flip side of that, 
it is a demanding job. Right. And we know how black people are, especially in areas like, you know, medicine and law, academia, all that shit where niggas hold each other to higher standards. Right. And ultimately, like if I had done something like that when I was an executive admin at my last job before I started podcasting. I would have absolutely been reprimanded by the white men that I worked for. What? You would have gotten a pink slip. Like, absolutely. He would have been like, no, no, no. They, you know, they had some grace with me. I'm not going to give them. <laughs> I'm not going to give them that much. But, you know, I definitely would have been told, I need you to be more on top of shit because I need as much time to prepare for this as possible. So it was fair and it was harsh. But I feel like ultimately, you know, Carrie got the fucking message and Molly backed off when she got another genuine apology. And that's why I liked it. I think especially as businesswomen, one of the hardest things that you come to learn is not being afraid to put your foot down when it's necessary. Because I think also mm. we always feel bad, you know, being viewed as aggressive or a bitch or whatever yeah, it may come up. And sometimes exactly. especially like it took me a long time to be OK with being like, no. I will not tolerate this kind of behavior. And I now you're so good at it. And I'm amazing <laughs> at it. You've seen it in action. My boundaries. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. I'm so sorry. This is my boundaries offensive. are so clear now when it comes to business. And it took forever for me to get here. So when I saw that scene, I ate it up. I was like, more of that, yeah. more of that. We deserve yeah. to be able to speak I like that. I appreciated it. I appreciated the realness of it. And, you know, also that that Molly didn't take that opportunity to be like abusive. Right. She so. didn't like beat a dead horse. Yeah. She let right, it go. Exactly. Uh, meanwhile, though, unfortunately, she got the 80 year old driver who, you know, used to fuck Loretta Devine. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so she is super late to the airport. She's running around the terminal trying to find her flight. And I love when, <laughs> when Andrew was like, I see you. And she did a whole 360. And he was like, why? Why did, why did you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> and also, he's better than me because he was waiting to board with her. Yeah, because I would have been back on the flight. Like, Absolutely see you there, not. girl. I been in my seat, right? <laughs> like, if you missed it, bitch, I won't. And I will see you when you get here. <laughs> not bitch, I won't. With my champagne, like, how was your day? <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I was like, listen, I would have boarded by then. Okay. Andrew is a better person than I, but Molly makes it in time. They get her luggage all settled. And I have to say, I was shocked that Molly was not insisting on flying first class. You know what's so funny? I thought of you because you and I are always opposites on this. Don't do this. <laughs> Well, I I don't know what it is. I'll just fly whatever. But you're usually the one that's like, nope. We talk about boundaries. Those are your yeah, clear boundaries. You're right. You're right. Especially flights of a certain length. I'm simply not doing if, it. Especially if I'm being booked for work. Right. I'm absolutely not going <laughs> to fly at the back of the plane. That's not happening. I will admit but I was surprised to see her in economy. But I figured I she was, was being understanding because he probably booked it. You know what I mean? And she was right. like, okay, whatever you can afford, I'm with it. You know, I felt that exact same way. Andrew probably booked it. And also, this was probably a, a vacation he already had booked with his family. So now he's adding money mm. to it. True that. So it's like, you know, you don't have the money to all of a sudden spend however many thousands of fucking first class tickets to Mexico is. So I was shocked. But then I said, OK, you know, she really like him, though. And bougie girls will they will make concessions. Teamwork. <laughs> they will. 
<laughs> when they like somebody but listen just because they in economy pluses not keeping andrew from asking for all the fucking pluses okay he want all them bitches he said give me my blanket the i want blanket, my champagne two liquors correct <laughs> <laughs> them fucking organic cheese puffs give me all that shit and i love that kim fields aka oh mabel God. is their fucking aisle mate <laughs> talk about are you guys going to mexico molly was like bitch everyone's bitch, going to mexico the we're whole not making any flight. stops <laughs> <laughs> everybody's going to mexico and kim's like you know i got on the wrong plane once and in the wrong marriage and i thought i fucking knew it because she looked teary-eyed when she first started talking to them <laughs> i said this bitch is going through something tragic she is on day three of her divorce <laughs> oh my god their faces though and she they is, were like oh she shit. is exceptionally weepy <laughs> she actually had to get up and run off crying and thankfully the flight attendant returns just then with their drinks so you know they toasted their first vacation they toasted mabel's divorce and <laughs> then molly so i thought this next part of the scene was super interesting because molly asks andrew if they can just take things easy after they arrive you know just relax but Andrew's brother is like a super planner and he has all kinds of shit scheduled for them. And, you know, even Andrew. That's so annoying. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that shit is annoying, but it ends up being fun. You know, it's nice that he put in all this effort. And Molly immediately is like, you're right. It is nice. And, you know, I don't want to upset your brother, which I thought was her main issue, honestly, that she didn't want to I was like, fuck that. (laughs) My nigga, I'm sorry. The day we get there, I'm doing what I want. There are no plans, but drinking. There (laughs) is no, and I, you know. I fucking love an itinerary, but the day we get there is just for chilling. I, I do not. <laughs> oh, I, I know Taurus. I know. You Taurus. know, we've been on trips together where Crystal will be like, "Okay, yes. so this is the plan," and I'll be like, "Okay, I'll be <laughs> at the third thing and maybe the sixth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I just have to lay down." For I just, a while. you know, I just have to kind of like be in my own zone for a little bit, and I'll meet you guys. It's really great. <laughs> Yeah, no, Molly's not doing none of that shit. She agrees. No, she to, seemed you know, pretty compliant. Right. Yeah, she was. And so, you know, and not only is she down with the schedule, she down with everything else because they start playing, you know, tickle to pickle under that blanket. And I said, <laughs> of course, that's why you asked for a fucking blanket. <laughs> Crystal, tickle the pickle. <laughs> Girl, you know I'm country. Leave me alone. <laughs> I said, oh my yes, god but you know this is the whole point of vacation being fucking nasty so yes mad at it and you i know, love it they ain't even get there yet and already started i was not mad this was this was a lot less disgusting pre-coronavirus Y'all might not be able to- <laughs> oh, no. it was just a lot less risky i'll say that so molly and andrew are at the resort and you know getting a champagne and whatever the fuck fruit sushi is when uh victor and lydia walk up and i love that you know of course the brothers are speaking their own language at first talking to each other you know you don't look like russell brand no more oh that's crazy because you still look like mark zuckerberg and i'm just like siblings this shit is fucking hilarious right (laughs) (laughs) victor even congratulates molly on staying with andy for this long and we're like oh andy okay so who is andy Andy. and you can see his face like please don't do this to me and i thought oh wow this is literally me and my little brother i will embarrass the fuck out of you and like honestly how could i not i have to i have to (laughs) that's a big sister's literal job 
<laughs> yeah, that's literally every older sister's job. And you know why? Because we had to be responsible for you niggas every other day of our lives. <laughs> so we deserve some payback. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia, who is Victor's wife, is also a huge fan of Molly. You know, calls her stunning. Like, Andrew, you didn't tell her she was a fucking 10. And... You know, everything with this first meeting seems to be going really well. Like, yeah. Yeah, even though Victor has all these ridiculous plans, which at first, uh, honestly, it sounded good. Like laying out in the cabana and getting massages and shit. I'm like, oh, yes. Sign me up for all that. But then we getting up at seven o'clock. Yeah, but then he kept adding shit. Right. It's like, we're not doing all that. Yeah, he's like, then we're going to go get dinner. Then I was like, hold up, hold up. Like, they just pulled up. But what I will say I liked was that Andrew was kind of like pushing back on him a little. Yes. And not Honestly. having to let Molly do that. You know, like he kind of like protected her in that sense, which I thought was cool. Like he was like, you know, we just got here. It was a long flight. We're just going to see how we feel. Because he knew she was mm-hmm. tired, which I appreciated. Yes, exactly. Andrew uh, knew already how Molly felt. And even though she was down with the fucking schedule, like, give her something. So he refuses to commit to doing all this bullshit, you know. Here for and it. I do love that he advocated for Molly and her mm-hmm. needs without bringing her into it and being like, well, Molly doesn't want to blah, blah, blah. Right, like, right, right. And starting any weird energy. handling it. Yes. And so at this point, you know, Molly is pretty convinced that Lydia wants to bang. <laughs> <laughs> that part. I'm like, girl, two compliments from a woman made you think she was trying to fuck, but okay. <laughs> I mean, she was co- she was going kind of hard, though. <laughs> oh, wow, friend. She just was. your fans, just no. your fans talk to you all the no. time. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. I'm saying. <laughs> The woman is married to her boyfriend's brother. Hey, being married on me, you're dead, girl. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> so Molly and Andrew are back up in their room. Looking for Latoya is on and is dubbed in Spanish. <laughs> Said, Even in Spanish. Finally, Even in finally, Spanish. <laughs> finally, y'all know that that girl is not Andrew's sister. Shit. I don't know, man. We've had yes. crazier plot twists on this show, Crystal. You never no, know. No, her name is Fiona. We learned that, friend. Don't do this to me right now. <laughs> Fiona Latoya. You don't know? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so while they were on the plane, you remember Andrew and Molly were kind of teasing each other back and forth about the special things they brought. And so Molly pulls out hers, which are, you know, some really sexy lingerie and some lube. But Andrew is waiting on the rest of that shit. <laughs> I like, uh, died at the fact that he looked at her like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah, he literally said, oh, that's it. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> right, so obviously Molly wants to know what he brought, and my nigga starts pulling out, you know, some sex toys, them little balls, a couple vibrators. And I'm thinking, okay, even this is not that freaky, but it's definitely freakier than what Molly had for, like, right. a special he, treat. But, right. you know. I love that they turn this into like a, you know, it doesn't matter if we were on two different wavelengths. This is about figuring out what we're into. And I did and like they that. Start sharing some very personal information. Okay. Molly liked that finger popping that happened on the plane. And Andrew loves when she takes control. So <laughs> Molly took control. Okay. She said, fuck me on the fucking balcony. And guess what happened? <laughs> Guess what happened, girl? Guess on the balcony, 
they went. I kept worrying when they were showing the camera panning. I was like, oh, my God, are his siblings in the next room? I just I got yeah. a little nervous for a second, but that wasn't the case at all. Yes. I thought that, too. And I was similarly scared. But no. Right. The vi- <laughs> I was like, oh, no, not from this angle. But no, <laughs> it's the it's the next day. And they are meeting up with Victor and Lydia. Turns out they never made it to poolside guac or ceviche, bitch. They stayed in all night, no. which is what I had a feeling they would do. <laughs> they preferred to play. They fucked that whole night. <laughs> play with the pickle, as Crystal said earlier, all night long. <laughs> Fuck the ceviche. Ain't nobody got time for ceviche, girl. We could eat later. That don't even matter. I love that Molly is wearing off-white for this hike while everybody else looks like they are in their, you know, gap best. It's like, girl, what is this? You the only one in designer workout clothes, sis, and we are going three miles up for this hike, so I hope you are ready to sweat your way out that little cute-ass outfit. And look who they Ma'am. bump into. <laughs> Mabel! She's back! She's back! <laughs> You know, she did the hike way earlier than they did, and she is clearly feeling better than yesterday. And I thought, God, isn't this how every major breakup goes, where one day you're devastated, and the next you're, like, full of possibility and ready to get your groove back and all that shit? Mm-hmm. That's definitely what Mabel came to Mexico to do, okay? She was like, Absolutely. I'll see y'all at dinner. I was like, what? Is she part of that dinner? Right. Molly was like, at dinner? <laughs> <laughs> So it turns out the three mile hike was absolute hell, but the view at the top is completely worth it. And I'm just thinking, wow, I miss vacation. Must be fucking nice. I'm telling you, man. And you know what I was wondering, too, if just like the fact that it was a a hard ride up. But then when she leans on him and she's like, you know, the view was worth it. I was like, oh, is this telling us a little bit more, you know, just about the themes of the show? Oh, friend, you're too you romantic. Know. You have to think of that. <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. And right? I saw a, a parallel. I mean, a parallel to yeah. their relationship and even just everything going on with her and Issa. Yeah, good point. So they zip line back down and it's clear that Molly is having a good ass time. You know, she even peed a little like on girl shit. <laughs> which... And she needed oh that. God, you're probably not the first. Yeah. <laughs> And she needed it because she worked so hard. So it's kind of nice to see her let loose of her boo for a little bit. Right. Even if, you know, she is involuntarily letting it loose, she has to do it regardless. Okay. (laughs) I love seeing the four of them at dinner that night, drinking, dancing, you know, just having a ball. And I thought, wow, I really fucking miss vacation. Why? I'm telling you, this was a hard episode (laughs) to watch, bro. It was like the whole episode, the whole episode is vacation. I was like, oh, look at the the oxygen and <laughs> the mountains and the trees. Look at the drinks. Remember sitting at tables and remember, ordering things? Remember walking? <laughs> <laughs> remember getting dressed and putting on makeup? No, I don't. Anyway, <sighs> sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> they're back in the hotel room and andrew is apologizing to molly for victor's crazy scheduling all day but molly really had a ball just like andrew said she would you know it's annoying at first and then it's great but he sees that he has some missed calls from nathan on his phone and when he calls back 
they're talking about you know the garage not opening no more and where is the clicker or whatever and then you can hear Issa's voice audible in the background and mm-hmm. I thought oh fuck mm-hmm. and of course Molly once again rolled her eyes and was irritated as fuck yep she assumes that she has Issa all figured out and was like of course she's already back with him it's crazy she, he's already shown her who he is and I'm thinking why would you say this to the man's friend hello (laughs) come on girl and she don't even know the full story and like girl do you have any sense so Andrew looks at her like wow (laughs) but he takes the time to tell her that Nathan when he goes to Issa was dealing with some mental health issues which I think most of us knew and or assumed like I think most of us have been working under that assumption Right, because he told her, didn't he tell her that too? He kind of opened up last season a little bit about that. Exactly. So that clearly changes Molly's mind about Nathan. She completely softens. Right, you saw her face. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and she wants to know if Issa knows, but that's not Andrew's business. And again, Issa's not on the fucking trip. I love that he said that. He was like, "Yes, let's not even bring that to this trip right now, because this is why we're here. So... Don't do that. Right. Whether he told her that is between them two. What I'm talking to you about is between us two, okay? Including this dick. Let's talk about this dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this dick. That's right. It's time to screw, okay? She came out in that sexy-ass lingerie, and I said, damn! <laughs> hold on. We have to just... Hold on. I got to take my time with this scene. I got to take my time, Crystal. Yvonne looks incredible incredible that oh my god lingerie set so so fun oh with the garter god. belt and the stockings and just her body just how she, i mean the the energy when she pushed him down yes. in the bed like 10 times <laughs> yes like, do it again yeah and he love it right he love it yeah keep pushing me down you know he already <laughs> said he love when she take charge he love her putting that blindfold on him and wrapping his hands up with that hotel robe okay <laughs> <laughs> and she then said, you gotta eat this ass first yo bro <laughs> and what did he do we ain't hearing not one word he got to eating that ass <laughs> As he was instructed to do. I love that. There was nothing else to talk about. Let you know, me they sit clearly this going to ass. another level. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said, wow. So I'm not on vacation and I'm single. Wow, this man. Is I'm trash. telling you, this episode hurt. This episode hurt. Used hurt. to be my life. What the <laughs> fuck happened? <laughs> what the fuck happened, man? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Andrew's sister, whose name is Fiona, again, just have mm-hmm. to say that, friend. Her name is sure Fiona. Is. She lives in okay. Seattle, and she bought a sandwich from a shop she really liked, and then they hired her, which is very typical Fiona, mm. okay? You didn't know because you wasn't... No, girl. How... You- <laughs> a sandwich shop called Red Lobster. I'm no, sure. ma'am. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so Lydia's explained to Andrew, you know... She keeps getting an invite because your brother is just, you know, he's just hoping that one day she'll be able to make it. And you can tell that Victor is the one keeping up hope and Andrew is the one who's like giving up on her. And if she comes back, great, but I'm not going to hold my breath. And I'm like, you know, I, I can't even really say I blame you. But I want to know what's, I mean, obviously, we'll, it's going to continue to like. Yeah, maybe we'll find Unveil. out at some point. Yeah, but, but I'm yeah. like, can we get some more backstory? I'm getting pulled in and don't know what's happening. 
Yeah, it's clearly one of many differences between the brothers. But right then, a swimmer splashes Lydia in the eye. So Molly offers to go get a towel from her for her. But the woman who is running the towel booth at the resort will not do it without a key card. Now, now, mm-hmm. I, I will say, as someone who has stayed at resorts before, this is typically their policy. However, if I just watched you violate policy for the white people right in front of me. Right. But then you press me over a card. Bitch, I am not going to be happy about that at all. I'm absolutely <sighs> going to do exactly what Molly did. She had a fit and I can't blame her. She did. Yeah, she was really pissed. And unfortunately, his brother <laughs> happened to be walking past at the moment you know, of her fit. Fortunately or unfortunately, because Molly was absolutely getting ready to just snatch the fucking towel anyway and punch <laughs> that white bitch in the face if she had to. Like, girls, the fucking towel. I just came downstairs. Give me the goddamn towel. And even after Molly was like, I saw you give it to the white people. She's like, I don't know what you're trying to suggest. Bitch, yes, you do. You're being fucking racist because you didn't make them show their key card, but you making me show it. But Victor walks up right then, gives her the room number, shows the card. Molly snatches the towel and storms off. And I hoped that that would be the end of it, you know, until no. Molly told Andrew later. But of course, she couldn't hide it. it. Fucking was not right. No, she was. When she got in the pool, he knew immediately that something had happened because she could not hide her face. Yeah, and I can't blame her for being pissed. She had the attitude written all over herself. Mm -hmm. And so when Andrew asks her if she's okay, she tells Andrew and Lydia, who obviously wasn't there, about the incident. And Andrew and Lydia are both, like, being really sympathetic about it. Like, Lydia Media is like, God, that's such bullshit. But Victor just has to be the devil's advocate and be like, well, do you know if it was really about race? And I said, oh, no, here we go. I got I'm anxious like, this is though. bad enough. It's bad enough from white people, but from Asians really too. Like, come on, man. Don't do know it was. I mean, what exactly are you saying? Okay, well, devil's advocate. What if it wasn't? Guess she really was just doing her job. Her boss could go off on her for not checking. That's an excuse, it, but nice try. Uh, you don't know for sure, so you could be making your life harder by assuming. Victor, be on about. Hey guys, still here? So can we please speak English? Oh no. Fine, you know, I get it. It's a thing. Or maybe you don't get it at all. You don't think I experience racism? I do, and it sucks. But how I react to it is my choice. You don't have to give it so much power. Wow. You know? okay. And I'm thinking, oh God, so we really gonna have to, we really gonna have to educate this motherfucker right now? That's not fair. I only expect that when my <gasps> friends have white husbands. Why do I have to do this? I don't expect to have to do this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but Lydia trying to save the fucking day is like this is what the white people want for us to be divided (laughs) she sound like me (laughs) (laughs) let's not do this guys but then Molly takes it what I consider just a step too far and accuses them of only considering themselves to be people of color when it benefits them and I thought okay Uh oh This might be a conversation worth having with nuance when you're speaking in general about the difference between black people and how they're treated in this country versus other minorities or people of color. But to direct this at these these three specific people without knowing them like that just feels like, oh, girl, what are you doing? Like you're crossing a line right now. And you saw Andrew's face, too. He kind of looked at her like, what? That is absolutely not how I move. 
Yeah, Lydia and Andrew immediately had her back. They were never on Victor's side. They never right. felt like, oh, Molly is making a big deal out of this when it's not that. So I'm like, this is a conversation to have, but right now you're just mad. Mm-hmm. And Lashing out. you don't have Issa here or anywhere or, you know, you don't have any other black person here. So you feel like you're on your own, your own and you're just kind of flailing. So Andrew is offended yeah. and he's like... You know, that's kind of fucked up. And Molly calls him different, but then different how? And it's like, girl, how did you get yourself into this corner? How? And notice that he never wavered. Even when she lashed out in that way, he was still looking at his brother like, leave her the fuck alone. You know, mm-hmm. which I thought was really yeah. cool. Right. Because then Victor accuses her of picking and choosing who to give the benefit of the doubt to. And Molly is like, you know, I'm going to just leave, which I thought was the absolute the smartest thing. Then. Yes, absolutely. But then Victor is like, why? It's an interesting conversation. And I guess I struck a nerve. And it's like, could you be any more of a white man right now? Could you really? <laughs> like, and can, Victor, I, can I be honest, too? Here's the, the, the difficult part for that with me because I feel like we've been in similar situations like that where someone has uh, said some dumb racist shit in our presence or to us. Remember on the flight? We were on a flight once. It was me, you, and Jade. <laughs> oh, Lord. And, and so no there's God. always that feeling for me where I get stuck because it's like, it's not a thing of like respectability politics where I'm just like, oh, let me not lash out and yell at the white woman so people won't think I'm the aggressive black girl. But also for me, it's like, I just right. don't want to give you that. I'm on fucking vacation. And I and I, yeah. in a way, I hated that Molly even had to have that experience. And then it, you know, trickled over to them in the pool and then trickled over to them going to sleep. And then they messed up the rest of the fucking trip. Right. So it and seems that like... Yeah, that I mean, that does suck. But Molly also, you know, she tried to just leave. She tried. And he had to keep fucking poking at her. So that's why she was like, you know what? Fuck you, Andrew. <laughs> get your fucking brother. And Andrew, to his credit, is like, fuck is wrong with you? And he follows Molly out of the pool. He did. I Thank said, God. Yeah, because, Come on, Andrew. Because she blindfolded him and made him eat her ass. She's <laughs> he's, he's under her control now. <laughs> She's the captain now. <laughs> she put it on in my understand (laughs) yes molly is running shit now and we see them in bed that night but they are on opposite sides of it not at all oh that's the worst expect that's a couple of vacation to be yeah and you can tell both of them are in deep thought but like also not really trying to have that conversation and i thought damn i bet molly wishes really wishes that she could talk to Issa. no i bet you do she does i bet you had a black best friend right now girl but you don't (laughs) (laughs) molly wakes up alone but andrew walks in the door pretty quickly with smoothies and i love this next part that she frowned when she took a sip and he immediately knew not only does she have the wrong one, but that the wrong one is his because it has banana and Molly hates banana. And I just thought, wow, how many times have niggas bought something from me and put something in it that they know I don't like or I'm allergic to or whatever. And they don't give a fuck. I just thought. And again, they didn't the even notice. Men. Yes, <laughs> exactly. The bars in hell for men. But Molly didn't even have to say nothing. He was like, oh, you got mine. It's got banana in it and gives her the right one because he was fucking thoughtful and ordered her something she would actually drink. And I was just like, Oh, and I love that he know, knew shit if- was tense and he got up, made sure to get her a smoothie for, for her to have. He let her sleep in. Like, 
I like him a lot. I yeah. like him a lot for her. Yeah, I do too. And they will not be meeting up with Victor and Lydia today. Sure the fuck <laughs> you know, they're going shopping in the city and they're going to be doing something else. And Molly, you know, asked as you fucked everything up. But Andrew is really on her side. You know, he talked to his brother about being a fucking dickhead. And he said, you know, he was wrong and sorry for it. And Andrew says something that I thought was so real, which is that he knows his brother can be an asshole. But that's his brother. And I right. thought that's fine as long as you know your brother is an asshole and you will defend me from his assholishness. Period. End of story. If you let that shit walk, then we're going to have a problem. But as long as you stand in the way between me and him, then we can work that out. And he set that tone early because Andrew did it from jump since they got there. So I don't even yep. think that's going to be a calm problem. Calm yourself. Right. <laughs> he told him, like, I know you're a fucking lot. So please calm your fucking titties. And he says something that really sticks with Molly, which is that he's not going to let shit fester. They will talk it out. Everything will be fine. You know, no worries about anything. And so when we see her in this next scene on the beach in this gorgeous, oh my God, gorgeous two piece and cover up. I was just like, Yvonne, you are a little fucking model. Like how, how are you this fine? But anyway, she pulls out her phone and we see her making a phone call and leaving a message for Dr. Rhonda. Her, her therapist. therapist is back. I was very I said, yes, happy. please go see Dr. Rhonda then. God damn. We have been shit. asking for her all season. Thank <laughs> God. We have been begging for Dr. Rhonda. And Molly tells her on the voicemail, you know, I've been having a hard time letting shit go lately i know mm. it's been a while but i need to schedule an appointment and i thought mm. please god maybe she saw it and like i said i hate to be right but she's <laughs> andrew was the catalyst for her doing better she saw how andrew had a much healthier approach to just getting over awkwardness or bad vibes with somebody and she right. said damn i need to be more like that and called her fucking therapist i'm so happy i'm proud of her i'm very for happy realizing she needed I'm some so help happy. yes yeah because she's yes, like I'm so and i'm sure it was also replaying and i'm sure it was replaying in her head when Issa would always tell her like you always finding some shit wrong always fucking shit mm -hmm. up you know what i mean she's probably like all let right let some shit go let some shit go it's time to get some help Woo! yeah so overall i'm pleased with the vacation especially because it ended in her going back to fucking therapy i cannot wait for next episode i hope we see her in that bitch on the couch but <laughs> The two of them are back in L.A. and I loved this little Easter egg that I noticed. Did you see it with the drivers? No, what was it? Because all I noticed was when it said oh, the oversized baggage sign. I was like, yes, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> That's friend. <laughs> That's you, Molly. Oversized now, baggage. <laughs> you know how a baggage claim there are already they're always like private drivers with signs up with people's names. Oh, yeah. What did it say? Yes. So I noticed that one was Nora Grace Ellis, and I thought I have heard that name before. Googled it. That is the name of Lawrence, a.k.a. Jay Ellis's newborn daughter. Stop it. Yes. Isn't that so sweet? That and is so cute. <laughs> yes. And the other one is Shadow Rothwell. And so based off Rothwell, I'm just going to assume it was a pet of Natasha. 
but <laughs> I was just like, I mean, because Shadow is kind of a pet's name. My bad if that's like your uncle's name. But why I just thought, be like, you know, uh, maybe that's like, that's my mom. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's my baby sister, bitch. In which case, my bad. But I just thought, oh, how cute, you know, to give a shout out to little Nora Grace and Shadow, whomever you're you may so be, good like, at the Easter eggs. I love it. I did not girl, even catch that at all. And I still be missing shit. But Molly and Andrew spot Mabel making out a baggage claim. And I was like, okay, bitch, husband who? Husband where? Getting her groove <laughs> back over here, Mabel. That's right. You better fuck your little temporary somebody. But right then, <laughs> Molly saw Lawrence. And we have an awkward moment where she goes out for a hug and he goes for a handshake. And then it's like, oh, and I was like, damn, I miss, I miss awkwardness. I haven't seen another person in three months. <laughs> Not I miss awkwardness though. I do. I haven't seen another person in so long. So <laughs> when and I love that when he tells them that he's coming from Frisco, Molly does, you got it, dude. And I immediately understood. Like no I one else up, did. The, they were all looking at her. The like, boys were like, bitch, bitch what's what? The joke? <laughs> it is a very obvious full house reference, niggas. But you know. Can we talk about how good Lawrence looked though? With his uh, haircut. You know, I'm personally of the mind that Lawrence always looks good. He I does, but fine. he cut his hair down. And for some reason, I was like, oh, okay. Hi, Lawrence. Okay. Well, that's true. And you know, when niggas get haircuts, all of a sudden, it's they something. feel very confident. They start glowing, yes. girl. They start glowing. So okay. he had that. Glowing. He very good. <laughs> glowing like shit, okay? Feeling good enough to pick up the phone, call somebody, and say he's been thinking about them. You know, are you free to have a drink soon? But who do you who think it, it was? Who do you Girl, think it was? Girl, we shall fucking see. You know I think it was Issa. You know I think I they're going to I do too. Smash. I definitely <laughs> Issa. I feel like the, the next episode is probably going to open up with them meeting up for whatever these drinks or dinner is because it's most definitely Issa. It's absolutely not Condola. I think we're done with Condola. Okay, see, I'm like 90% sure it's Issa and 10% of me thinks it's Condola. And whatever he did in Frisco it is what made him realize that he needs to let Issa go for good and Condola is where he wants to be. I bet you he went to San Francisco for an interview and probably got like a dope oh. ass new tech job, right? <gasps> That's a good point. So he Silicon Valley. Before he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Where did you take it to? <laughs> Obviously, I took it to the bedroom where they gonna go and fuck up. Oh, so that wraps up the end of episode seven. And I think we're Oof. definitely gonna see, yes, girl, that, you know, Nathan and Issa, even though they might just be hanging out, that the hanging out might be turning into something a little bit more romantical and sexual. I'm with it. I kind of <laughs> find it interesting that we didn't see Issa at all this episode. That was kind of cool. Except for the very first scene where, you know, Molly can see her coming oh, in well, and, yeah. and choosing to leave. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, we did not. This This episode was almost fully about Molly and I'm glad we got to see it. I'm glad we got to see their relationship, see how what they have is really healthy and growing. And all the sex. That was yeah. fun, too. Okay, and all the banging. Mm -hmm. Fred loved it. Mm -hmm, I did. But I'm interested to see how things go when we finally get this therapist back in the picture and she starts talking to her and being real about what's going on because last time we saw the therapist molly was lying about the situation with drew oh that's right <laughs> oh shit so we have a lot of catching up to do and honestly i don't know how y'all skipped therapy for that long i need that bitch okay i can't be going 
I could not be going months without therapy. I need her. <laughs> yeah, you're right. This is going to be interesting to see it. what the dynamic with Molly and the therapist will be this time around. I feel like she's going to be way, way more transparent because Hera, like you yeah. said, Andrew's bringing that out of her. So I'm excited to see this pan out. Exactly. So make sure you check out Insecure every Sunday night at 10 p.m. on HBO. And don't forget to follow along with the conversation online. Use hashtag insecurity. That's I-N-S-E-C-U-R-I-T-E-A. Please give us all of your predictions. Tell Fran how wrong she is. <laughs> and... <laughs> They and love of course, doing comment that. on the flawless fucking music. Yeah, girl, they be dragging you, sis. It's rude, <laughs> honestly. But you like but it. But I'm I love usually it. right. <laughs> um, mm, we're gonna have to look at the definition of usually. But <laughs> until next week, y'all. I'm Crystal, and I'm Hey Friend. Hey, uh, and we'll be back, y'all. Bye. Insecurity, the Insecure After Show is a Loudspeaker Studios production in association with Team Epiphany. We're your hosts, Crystal and Fran, our producers, Matt Raz. The executive producers are Chris Morrow and Matt Raz. Our associate producer is Tyrell Worley, and the show is engineered and edited by Dwayne Crawford. Thanks, everybody. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs>